Chris and Kira. Weekends from 11. Oh my goodness. Hello, friends. What a weekend of shows that it was. It really was incredible, I have to say. Kira and I it learning really about was. NFTs on Sunday's yeah, I mean, show. I'm still confused about it and I'm really reconsidering my subscription to The Economist because I don't know am I the right type of reader for them. You know what I'm trying to say? I am trying to educate myself in the ways of the world though. Um, but <laughs> on Saturday's show, we were talking about if you're being conscripted into the army in Norway, things have taken a turn for the worse because soldiers have been asked to leave behind certain items of clothing for the next round of recruits and I, for one, would not be happy with this. No, for me, that would be one of the most traumatising things about having to join the army. I mean, i got to wear some other guy's underwear yeah. like this. You know what I mean? It's a big oh, ask. No. And also, we have good news for you, okay? We do have good news for you. Wearing a mask makes you instantly more attractive. And researchers in Cambridge University came up with this, so it has to be true. It must be annoying for people who aren't good looking. Sorry, for people who are good looking, because the mask then know, hides right? some of their power. But like it's great for people like me. I mean, this is fantastic. Anyway, on Sunday, we were discussing <laughs> NFTs, non-fungible tokens. They're the latest in, we'll say, this decentralized blockchain world of cryptocurrencies and ledgers. NFTs are essentially like images or pieces of audio or videos or whatever, any digital files that you own the rights to that you can resell. And Kira wants to get into NFTs after reading The Economist. <laughs> <laughs> it's just you know the way people start to do something new in January that was I was like no right. I like this new okay. you good for you I've subscribed to the New York Times I've subscribed you? to good for you. The, yeah, the Economist and I just want to educate myself in this changing world because I, you know we're coming out of the back of pandemic and the world is going to be a little bit different and I want to be ahead of that curve good for I you. don't think I'm smart enough what so, else has the Economist recommended to you like apart from NFTs what else has it taught, taught you that you're like oh okay that's, that's really cool I didn't know that um it's all about digital technologies and yeah, AI man. and all that sort of mm-hmm. stuff and the relationship between China and America yeah. and what's going on over there and stuff like that. You sound oh, very well also, informed. Good for you. Well, I have been reading The Economist. Yeah, I know. Yeah, you sound great. Um, and also the new way of working because obviously for the last two years we've all been working from home. So it's going to be interesting going forward and they make a very valid point. If you're working from home, then you're not in front of your boss. So you potentially will miss out on promotions. Oh, that's a good point. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, yeah, because you get like they say the FaceTime is very important, and they say yep. that it's those who can kind of be in in front of the right people at the right time. I see what you're saying here. All right, mm-hmm. fair enough. And also they say as well that like loads of employees just aren't doing anything now because they don't have to. They're like this is great. Like there's mm-hmm. no boss anywhere near me. I can just chill out. This is fantastic. But look, how about this? Let's enjoy the weekend of very thoroughly informed discussion that we had on the show. What? Yes, uh, just an update, uh, Chris. Did you ever watch the show Suits? No, why? Everyone's talking about it, but no, I have never watched it. Well, I mean, Suits came out in like 2011. Do you Mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like, um, and I just want to tell everyone that I finished Suits uh, during the week. Thank you. You finished Suits? I finished Suits, yeah. (laughs) Wow, okay. Uh, How many, was Suits the thing Meghan Markle was in? Breaking Bad, yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. Have you seen, have you heard of this show, Kira, called Game of Thrones? Game of Thrones. Yeah, it's really no, cool. It sounds it's, yeah, good. It's very good. Um, so you finished Suits this week, yeah. Yeah, I th- did. which started in 2011. Mm-hmm. Congratulations. Sorry, for those of you that are just tuning in for the first time, I do this. I find a show that Chris was telling me 10 years ago to watch it, and I watch it now in 2022. Yeah, you, know, you really do. Kira is literally, and I say this with no exaggeration, about a decade behind most mm-hmm. pop culture. Kira, and- have you heard of this pop sensation called Lady Gaga? 
Lady oh Gaga. My God. She'll never take off. No, Are you crazy? No, she is really good. I think she's going to be an icon. But I really do. here's the thing. Yeah. I do it to myself. I get annoyed. If somebody tells me to do something, I almost see it as an affront. And I'm like, no, I'm not going to do what you just told me to do because everyone else is doing it on the internet. Thank you. That's literally years, your problem. That's exactly that is, what you do. That is my issue. And yeah. then 10 years later, I'm like, oh, Chris, I watched Prison Break. Oh, Chris, I just finished Suits. So I am watching... Yeah, I finished watching Suits from 2011. Thank you. Out of spite to yourself, you yes. don't watch these things. But then the only person that, that it harms is you, Kira. You know? Exactly. So maybe you should think about that. But anyway, congratulations on finishing Suits. Thank you. Were you, were you happy with the ending or whatever? Like with how it all concluded? It was... Uh, like, I mean, you know more about law than I do. It was very lawy. Was it? And they seemed to be just fighting each other the whole time. Oh. But the lawyers... Uh, anyway no yeah. but were you happy with like the conclusion of the show was, I mean like as it in was grand. how it wrapped up it was grand Meghan Markle suddenly disappeared and I guess that was the time that she went off to marry Harry in England yeah, she was like I'm out of here yeah, and then there, do was, this there, was, there was one line. It was like, how's Rachel? Because that was the character that she played in Suits. Uh-huh. And Mike, her on-screen husband, was like, you would not believe how great Rachel is. This was obviously at the start <laughs> of the dating period with Prince Harry. Before it all went upside down, they ended up on Oprah. But anyway, thank you. Uh, yeah, congrats. I'm, uh, maybe we could get a review from Kira. Do you think any newspaper would want a review of a show that ended four years ago and that started 15 Harvey years ago? Spectre is cute. That's all you need to know. Okay. Well, Greta I'm enticed. I'm sold now, Kira. Secretary. Yeah. That sounds fantastic. Uh, who who um, is it? Harvey Specter. Harvey Specter. Is that an actor or a character? That's a character. I Chris. see. All right. Well, listen, I'm all up to date on suits now. I still don't know if I fully understand the ins and outs of this. There must be something well, I'm missing about this story, but go ahead. I, yeah. And there must be something that I'm missing about this story as well. But um, imagine conscription to armies in, in particular countries. I think that must be hard enough, especially if you don't want to go as a young man or a young woman, you yeah, know? Sure. But conscripts in Norway have been ordered, right? So when you, you go through, you do your time, let's say, in the army, okay? And conscripts in Norway, they have been ordered. You'd imagine, Chris, maybe to return the uniforms, right? Okay, so after you've done your time there or whatever, because I, I know that a lot of places have, we'll say, involuntary, like as in where you just, you do a year or two after school, you do it before you start yeah. college. I know countries like Poland used to have that. I don't know if they still have it, but a lot of countries in Europe do have mm-hmm. that, where you do a year or two in the army. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, you'd think maybe that you'd have to get back your army getup. I you wouldn't know, want like to, your no. combat gear no. or if, your army suit. No or, way. You know, if I put a year or two into the army, I'd want to keep that. I'd want to be like, okay. there, it's from when I served in the army. No way, okay, I'm not giving that back. Hypothetically, Chris, if you had to give back something, you'd imagine it might be the suit that you were training in for two years, right? Yeah, it's probably expensive. Yeah, fair enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay, sure. well, conscripts in Norway, they've been ordered to return their underwear, bras and socks after the end of their military service so that the next group of recruits <laughs> can use them. No thank you very much. No thank you to conscript in the first place, but also no thank you to wearing someone else's bra and underwear and socks. Yeah, it would be bad it's enough weird to be one. forced now, being into the mm-hmm. army, never mind forced to wearing someone's used underwear, I, even if it was say, washed and everything. I mean, Exactly, and I'm all for recycling and I'm all for you know sustainable fashion Kira is that what you're saying uh, you're all for like reusing clothes and you know sure us as human beings just kind of like relaxing on the amount of products that we have in general whatever the Norwegian military said on Monday that is struggling with dwindling supplies in part due to the pandemic but that is why that they want people to return their underwear bras and socks so that the next group of recruits can use them the textiles are washed, cleaned and checked. Like, I get that. I do, but what it's more a psychological thing. What we is in good condition. So I'm just reading what the guy says. What we distribute is in good condition. Yeah, as you say, I, that's fine. 
But it's still the idea that you're wearing someone else's underwear. Like, as as this guy says, even if it has been washed and cleaned and checked and, and everything, fine. But Okay, until as you recently. Say, <laughs> there's a kind of a roughly, weird... Uh, 8,000 young men and women who every year do their military service return their outer clothing but are allowed to leave barracks with their underwear socks uh, that they were issued with. But now, obviously, that has changed. I don't know. I can't imagine people will think too kindly of this idea. I understand that there may be, like, dwindling supplies. I get that after, you know, in part due to the pandemic. I completely understand that. But really? Let me ask you a question here. Underwear, bras and socks, like, they're they're intimate... No. Pieces of clothing, and I yes, I get you. it. They're washed. I understand that. I do. Anyway, that is what the Norwegian army is up to this week. Is it any different though? Because I, I genuinely do have this thought every time I'm in a hotel and I have to use a towel. I'm like, how many people have used this towel? Like I do. When yeah, I have to clean no, an intimate part of myself yeah. with that towel. I'm never using a towel in a hotel again. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, how I many know. other people have done this with this same towel? But you see, you don't know really. Okay, you do whatever you do with the towel. Um, but I'm doing what most people would do with a towel to dry my <laughs> to dry my body everywhere oh, that no, drying I... is required. Right? But I guess the towels are Yeah, you're so right. Oh I'm never oh, I'm never staying in a hotel again. It makes it difficult for me, I won't lie. So I can see that this is really no different than that. Because I've if I'm using the that. towel that's in a hotel and I used to work in washed. a hotel. Like they're obviously yeah. washed. No, they're washed, but but like a hundred different people could have dried intimate parts of their body with that yeah. same towel yeah, that I'm yeah, now yeah. using to dry my mm-hmm. face with. You have to put it out of your head. You genuinely just do, because oh, otherwise I'd never use a towel. Never. Yeah, that's never leaving my head now. Thank that's you. What, see, that's what I mean. It's in my head yep. every time I use a towel in a hotel. That I'm like a hundred people could have wiped off anything with this. Now here's me toweling up after a shave on my face with this same towel. So is it any anyway, different? It's not. It's, it's not no really. different. Now, underwear is very different because you know where underwear was. At least with the towel, you can say, oh, it's just a towel. It could have been used for anything. But, man, being forced to join the army and then, oh, like these are a second-hand underwear. Here you go. I hope you enjoy this. Enjoy your time in the Norwegian Yeah, military. don't worry. Like, we wash them and everything. But another guy had these before you. Christopher, two yes. text messages. Um, we were talking there about the conscription for Norwegian people in the army means that um, they want you to leave your underwear and your socks and your bras behind after you finish your term in the Norwegian army. So that Nor- other people can use them. Yes. Yeah. Uh, sorry, that's the very important uh, point there, Chris. Someone says, I like it, Chris. Sustainable underwear. <laughs> Did you get it? Did you get it, Chris? Yes, yes. And Mag says, guys, do people in Norway not have their own underwear? <laughs> I if did wonder me, that. To go into the army, I'd be going commando. No way am I wearing somebody else's undies. That well, did Mag's- cross my mind. Could you not bring your own with you? Like, are they really specific? Is there a really specific type of underwear that you have to wear know. as part they, of the military uniform? They could must I not just bring my own in, from Chris. home? You know what I mean? You know? Yeah, yeah. But could they I not bring my own hold underwear? It, hold it all in for you. Don't worry. I have underwear myself that I will bring. I will provide my own underwear. Anyway, there us. you go. Whose birthday is it, by the way? Oh my God, Chris! Sorry, I, I should have started the show with this. Yeah, I apologize, Chris. It's Pitbull's birthday. It's today. Yeah, so we need to dedicate the ah, show to Pitbull. It. Why didn't you happy, tell me this sooner? Happy birthday, oh, Pitbull! God I know Almighty. you're a big fan. 
Yeah. Thanks for listening and happy birthday, Pitbull. We're going to have to play some Pitbull now. I wasn't aware of this. Thanks for bringing yeah, this to my attention. It's huge You're news. You're welcome, Chris. I All knew right. that you'd want to know that. I did want to know. I'm, I'm, I'm furious. I'm only finding out now. It, it is CMAT's latest song, Lonely, and the video as well was released for the song this week as well, so you can go and check it out. I saw CMAT was tweeting about it during the week. And you know, Chris, I was laughing about this because CMAT's actual manager sent this to me and Adam. Because obviously, if you listen to the show before Christmas, we got CMAT to record a really uh, lovely message for Adam, um, who is a huge fan of CMAT. And I just kind of loved the, the full circle moment of it that um, they got in contact with Adam to send us uh, CMAT's new single, which I thought was a really nice touch. You and Adam, but like not me, I've noticed. No. You see, Kira, CMAT and I are too big to talk to each other directly. <laughs> you have to understand that. Like, we only talk to each other through agents. Like all, you know, very important people. We wouldn't actually communicate with each other. That would be just weird. So that, that would explain that. So Anyway, not to make it about myself and Chris. No, to make it about me, C-Mats. absolutely. No, but it, it is a great track. It is, it is uh, a brilliant fantastic. track. Video's really nice too. It's really it's stylish. Cool, isn't it? I'm looking at it here and it's actually really well done, I have to say. So do indeed check it out. As Kira said, it's on CMAT's Twitter. I have quite a number of theories on this, Kira, but go ahead. Let's begin this discussion with some scientific research Kira has happened upon. Now, Chris, there have been precious few positives during the last two years, I think it's fair to say. (laughs) It's been a tough two years, yes. It has, but British academics, they may have unearthed one positive thing, and Mm. that is that people look more attractive in protective masks. I 100% agree with this. Well, let me tell you what the researchers said first until we go to Dr. Chris Green, who's Mm -hmm. online Mm -hmm. to talk about this. Researchers at Cardiff University were surprised to find that both men and women were judged to look better with a face covering obscuring the lower (laughs) half of their faces, right? And Uh this is even more interesting. They also discovered that a face covered with a disposable type surgical mask was likely to be deemed the most appealing. So as in the old blue mask or whatever, like the kind of the the common one that we... Okay. That I see thrown everywhere. Sure. That is deemed to be the most appealing. So Dr. Michael Lewis, Chris, he's probably a colleague of yours. Um, he is, he's, yes. <laughs> In the research community, he is, yeah. He's a mm. peer of mine, yeah. Uh, he's from Cardiff University School of Psychology and he's an expert in faces. He said that research carried out before the pandemic had found that medical face masks reduced attractiveness because obviously they were associated with disease or illness. And the study found that faces considered the most attractive now after the pandemic are when they're covered by medical face masks. And this may be because we're used to healthcare workers wearing the masks now and we associate these people to be very caring or in medical professions. Okay. Mm-hmm. So at a time when we feel vulnerable, we may find the wearing of medical masks reassuring and we so we feel more positive towards the wearer of said mask. Okay, mine is way more vain and superficial than that. I have a, I have a way more simple theory on all of that. Go let ahead, me, Dr. Let me, Chris. I, yeah, okay, so I would like to bring to the table some, some research, some robust examples and research that I have here. And uh, this is not... Actually, do you know what, Kira and I, we really should be constantly getting the free advertising here, but we never are. However, I do need to direct you to my Instagram for this, okay? So my Instagram, this is visual. It's not entirely visual, but it does certainly help. My Instagram is at hatechrisgreen, so hate... Chris and then G-R-E-E-N-E Hate Chris Green is my Instagram right and Kira yours is Kira King isn't it it is indeed you just got Kira King straight yeah, out straightforward yeah. good for you uh, well listen I got Hate Chris Green which strangely enough wasn't taken so anyway Hate Chris Green go on the for a second Kira if you're on there oh, yeah. have a okay. look right see the, the first few pictures I'm in a mask and like I don't look too bad do you know what I mean oh. I could look worse like I look fine you look at me and you go He's not the worst looking guy you've ever seen. I never check your Instagram. Oh my God. You know what I mean? It's just photos of you. In masks. 
in masks. And they look they look good, right? They're different masks. I have different styles of masks. I have a Galway mask. I have a black mask. I have a white mask. I have a blue mask. I have it all going on. Oh but God, then you scroll down. T-shirts. Yeah, go on. You scroll down and then you see pictures of me and you're like, oh, Jesus. Do you know what I mean? At the top, you're like, oh, this guy. Do you see pictures then pre-pandemic before the mask? And you're like, mother of Christ, this man is ugly. But if you didn't see those, you'd be thinking, hey, this must be a really handsome guy on Instagram. So Sorry, I'm distracted by the fact there isn't a photo of me and you. Um, I just scrolled through it there. Uh, but you did put up one on the 14th of December, 2018. That was the last time Chris posted a picture of myself and himself on his Instagram. Sorry. How often um, are you and I posing for photos, Kira? Sorry, yeah, I'll post some true. more if you want. Like, if, if that's what you like, I could post some more. Never. But We haven't been really good at that, have we? No. Also, um, really for like those... That. That don't have Chris's um, personal number. I just about got it. And in his uh, WhatsApp <laughs> photograph, he's also wearing a mask in that. Chris, I think you need to uh, step away from the masks. Not when no, you're outside, obviously. No, masks improve a man who looks like me. Masks greatly improve a man who looks like me. Are you crazy? They need more masks. I think we should make wearing masks compulsory forever. I don't think we should Is ever he- go back to the other way. Um, you know when they said obviously that the wearing of medical masks reassures people and that makes people feel more positive. Honestly, I went straight to like Grey's Anatomy, McSteamy, McDreamy, hot doctors, hot nurses, you know. On my Instagram, I look like all of them, McSteamy, McDreamy and everything. You, on, you don't. On, uh, with my mask okay. on, Kira, I do. That's, that's exactly my point. There you go. The pandemic has changed our psychology and how we perceive the wearers of masks. When we see someone wearing a mask, we no longer think that person has a disease or I need to stay away from them. Now we've changed. We're like, ooh, I wonder who that person is behind. Well, masks have always kind of been used as some sort of like lure or of mystery, really. Sure. Exactly. Aside from the medical ones. Sorry, I know we were specifically talking about the medical ones. But you know those like old school movies where people wear the masks going to balls? Like a bandit know? or something. And you're like, oh, who is that guy? He's, uh, yeah, absolutely. He is so mysterious. Sorry now, Kira. I'm on your Instagram. I don't see any pictures of me on there. I don't see any tributes to me. I don't know why I don't know why I'm getting any, any flack here for not having pictures of you on mine. We should I, I love the fact that we never check each other's Instagram. That, no, that is I'm sure I've checked your here. Instagram. It's just I've never consciously looked for pictures of myself on it, strangely enough. That's never been my focus when I'm on there. I'm sure if you scroll down enough, there is a picture. Probably from like 2014 or something. Yeah, I'm sure there's <laughs> Oh look at you and the president. Look at you. Tell you something. Yeah. Interviewed the president twice, but anyway. You're very, you're a very happening woman. I am. It all yeah. going on here on the Instagram. Mm-hmm. All right, but anyway, listen, that proves my point. Check out my Instagram, or and you know, just give me a free plug as well. There you go. Hey, Chris Green is my Instagram, and Kira's is Kira King. But I feel my Instagram feed very accurately represents what this research is about. The mask makes you look better. I'm sorry, it really does though. Anyway. Hmm. In the many years that we have worked together, do you remember a guy called Terry from Kerry that we called a friend of the show? I do not. Why do you ask? Uh, because we've had two text messages in and I've been racking my brains. And somebody says, guys, it is Terry from Kerry, your old friend. I'm back. I'm expecting a comeback tune. Thank you. And he says, hi, Chris and Kira. So he's not mixing us up with a different show. Mm. And he's text back again saying, hey, it's, it's Terry from Kerry again. I wear no mask because my face cannot be hidden. It's just too goddamn pretty. Look up my Instagram. Well, Terry from Kerry, I'm really sorry. Did, did you go by another name before? Because we've got friends like Scott from Scotland and, you know, there was random people there for, for many years until everyone immigrated. Um, <laughs> but Terry from Kerry, <laughs> that's not ringing a bell with me. No, Terry from Kerry rings no bells. I'm sorry. Sorry, Terry from Kerry. Like, it's not even, it's not even rolling off my, my tongue properly. And I remember a name like that. Yeah, I remember a goofy, wacky name like that. I am not familiar with any such name. 
Like, yeah, not to sorry. reject you or anything, Terry, from Kerry, no, but... you're more than welcome. As Kira says, we have had a few kind of odd misfit friends of the show like that over the years that have weird names that either rhyme or are things like Scott from Scotland or whatever, but I, no, I'm not familiar with any Terry from Kerry. Let's say hi to... Kuon. Uh, Kuon is in Cork. Hi, Kuon. Hi, how are things? Can't complain. How, how are, are you? Very good, good, mate. Uh, Kuon, I already hear somebody giggling. This could be a tough call, I would imagine, for you to maintain your composure during. Are you uh, Are you nervous about this uh, This quiz we're about to play? Um, no, no, no. Yeah, it should be grand, be grand. Can I ask a question, Kuon? Because I <laughs> noticed there is what sounds like a female voice giggling beside you. Is this one of these situations, and I've noticed this is quite common, where the girl enters the competition and then throws the phone at her partner and then he has to do all the work? Is that what's happened here? Well, it's the sister anyway, not the partner, so... <laughs> okay, but is that what happened? The sister entered and now you're the one doing it? She she got the answer, all right? Uh, yeah. <laughs> that that seems so. to be how it goes. What are you but doing anyway today? Come on, what's going on? Um, not much now, just at home. Um, yeah, I'm just chilling for the day, I suppose. Very nice. Very um, nice. Are you yeah. working? Are you in college? What are you doing? Um, no, yeah, I work in a way. So I just graduated there in August, um, oh, working congrats. up in Dublin. And what are you working in? Um, I do fund accounting. Fund so. accounting? Yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm sorry to be really annoying now, like when you meet someone out and they're like, oh, now what's that? What is that? What is fund accounting? I've never heard that before. Um, oh, jeez, I suppose. <laughs> uh, it's just like general accounting, but for funds and stuff, so private equity and all that stuff. Oh, like, so like if some yeah. pension fund is investing like a billion in something or whatever, you're the guy doing the accounts for it? Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't be getting near the billion, though. Not yet. Listen, Kuan, you'll, you'll get uh, there. I'm so, always so impressed by people that are good with numbers because I am so bad with numbers. I find it really attractive, actually. There you go. There you go, Kuan. Kira, fine. No, she just thinks you're dealing with billions. That's why she's saying that, Kuan. Do you know what I mean? She just thinks you're a big shot dealing with all this huge yeah, money. It. Yeah. Listen, speaking of huge money. Chris and Kira's Quiz of the Week. Kuan, you could win yourself a 100 euro Just Eat gift card very shortly. So there are five questions here on the biggest goings on of the last week. If you can get four out of five answers right, you will win yourself that. And you can log it in the appropriate ledgers and funds and accounts and all of that kind of stuff and you'll have a great time. But listen, it's not one yet. These are, f- these are five difficult questions, you know what I mean? You'll be put through your paces here, Kuan, but best of luck, okay? Uh, Kuan, before we go any further, what does your name mean? I love it. Um, the name, I'm actually not too sure. Parents fairly made it up like. <laughs> no, <laughs> okay. no, Kuan, I know other people with the name Kuan. But, uh, sorry, am I pronouncing it right? Because I know a guy who's, who's C-U-A-N. This, yes, you know, see you for the for then. So, first time I've heard of that one. I, I've met one other Kuan now, all right, but... No way. Uh, is Kuan how you say it, Kuan? Kuan, yeah. Yeah, you say Kuan as well. Yeah, I know a Kuan. Well, according to my Google search, it means little wolf, which is a gorgeous um, description of what Kuan is. Kira, do you not know any Kuans? No, I don't. Um, You're so out of the loop. Sorry, what were you going to say? Now I do. Kuan? Yeah, I know. Now right? I do, yeah, obviously, sorry. yeah. Sorry, Kuan, what were you going to say? Oh, no, I thought you said my name, sorry. No, no, I was just seeing if Kira knew any Kuans, but she doesn't. But listen, um, so it's C-U, Father, A, Father, N. Interesting. Kira, I didn't know it meant Little Wolf. There we go. How about we ask Kuan his first question? Let's do it. This week, Daniel Craig described what as an effing train wreck. Was it A, his attempts to fit and plumb in a washing machine into his utility room? Was it B, his attempts to um, cobble lock his front driveway? Or C, his first performance as James Bond? Um... See the first performance of James Bond? You are 100% correct. He did say that. Daniel Craig being very hard on himself there. 
Did Daniel Craig say recently he goes to gay bars for the music because he's less likely? He to, was it Daniel Craig who said that? He said some he, some odd thing that a lot of people jumped on, and I felt sorry for him because I think he was just he trying did. to do his thing, and then everybody's kind of like crawling all over that. But listen, Kuan, you're off to a good start. Here's your next question: Which U.S.-based hospital drama is set for its 19th season by the end of the year? Is it A. Grey's Biology? Is it B. Grey's Anatomy? Or is it C. Grey's Architecture. Uh, Grey's Anatomy. Yes, well done. It is. Like, honestly, guys, they're not just like flogging a dead horse at this stage. Was that gone for a while and now it's back for its no, 19th season? No, oh, it's been going no, the no. whole time, it's has it? It's been going the oh, right. whole time. <laughs> has it really? I presume yeah. that ended. It's Wow, okay, fair enough. Mm. All right. Do you watch Grey's Anatomy, Kuan? Uh, no, I don't know. No, no, no. Okay, here we go. The next question now. I'm probably not going to pronounce the surname correctly, and please forgive me. Arthur Gorulian. Gorulian, Chris, what do you think? Goronlian is what Gorulian I would say. Yeah. Is a Gorulian. judge on what? Is it A, the US Supreme Court? Is it B, Dancing with the Stars? Or C, The Masked Singer? Um, I, think, I think he's a new judge. Yeah, I wouldn't watch any of them. I don't know. Dance with the Stars. You are 100% correct. Yeah, good man, Cole. Well done. You're on three out of three so far. You're doing and very well. I would well. like to apologise to Arthur if he happens to be listening, by the way. I'm sure he's used to it. <laughs> I would imagine, looking at this name here, he's probably used to it. Okay, Kuan, if you get this, you'll be on four out of four. You'll have won. But let's go for a clean five out of five here. I feel you have it in you. And in deck, present a game show in which the first prize can be up to literally any amount of money whatsoever. What is the show called? Is it called A, Limitless Win? Is it B, Limitless Airtime? Or C, Limitless Tolerance? What do you think? Go on. Um, limitless Win? Yeah, it is. It is. I, so I'm only after hearing about this, but I believe that Gary Barlow wrote the music for the um, intro to that show. Is that right? Yeah, there you go now. Speaking of Limitless Win, Kieran and I need to have a chat about this. We're trying to figure out what's going on with the lotto and why everybody's so mm-hmm. excited and how many lotto tickets we should do. But listen, we'll get to that in a few minutes. Sorry, Kieran, good luck on your final question. Here is your final question. What is the name of the Irish movie which won a Golden Globe for Best Screenplay last week? Is it A, Bell Mullet? <laughs> is it B, Bell Turbot? Or is it C, Belfast? Jamie Dornan's Belfast? in it. Yes, it is. Well done. You know what? Um, very good friend of ours and brilliant movie reviewer for radio and television, Brian M. Lloyd. He even put on his Twitter that he cried while watching Belfast. That's how good it is. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. I hate to think I of know. poor Brian crying. That's, I know, uh, me too. But it's me also now. a sign of a really good movie. <laughs> yes, it so is. There you go. Hey, listen, a sign of a really good contestant is somebody who gets five out of five. Well done, Kuan. That was impressive. It was good. Oh, so that was learned. Listen. Well done. Now, uh, so if you want 100 euro on Just Eat Vouchers, are you going to share them with your sister and what are you going to get? Um, I suppose I'll have to know since she got the answer. Um, I don't know, a pizza or something. Mm, can't nice. go wrong. See what she wants. Nice. <laughs> what she wants. All right. Well, listen, what she wants. Yeah. Good choice. Very Kuan. diplomatic of you, Kuan. Kuan, we'll leave you to it. Thanks for coming on, man. Cheers. Thanks very much. There we go. That's Cheers, Kuan man. in Cork. I'm just going to take his name down. What do you mean? Because um, the girls are always looking for baby names. I think that's a gorgeous. Um... Yeah, Kuan's a good one. Kuan's a strong Irish name. You know what I mean? It's beautiful. I know a Ruan. I just yeah. don't know a Kuan. Now you know a Kuan. Now I know a Kuan. And he has a hundred euro in Just Eat credit. I tell you. Soap. Yeah. Yes, we're still here, Chris. I tell you something. Kira texted me in a very bad mood last night to inform me that she had not won the lotto. Chris and Kira on Two FM. My commiserations to you, Kieran. 
Uh, my, my commiserations to you as well, Chris. I was only doing it because I felt like left out and I felt peer pressure. I didn't even want to do the thing, but then everyone kept talking about it. And I oh, really yeah. did say to myself, oh my God, I better do the lotto. Yeah, I'm sure, Chris, you didn't want to be in, you know, with the chance to win 19 million. Oh, I'm no, sure. of course I did. But like every, like, I, obviously when the lotto jackpot's high, like it's been 19 million for months and I haven't gone I near know. it. But then someone said, yeah, but like it's the best chance you'll ever have of winning. And then I thought to myself, oh my God, it's time yeah. to do the lotto. Yeah. I know, me too. So, Chris, I didn't even get two numbers on the same line. I did two separate tickets, can I just add? Oh, I did. I, I, <laughs> just you, in case. What a loser. I got two numbers on the same line at least. Did you? Yeah, I was very I proud of myself. That was the best I did. I didn't even get two numbers um, on the same line. And then I was going to bed last night and I saw Stephen Byrne, our colleague Stephen Byrne, won 83 euro. 83? Whoa, that's big money. Because the, the, the biggest big money. I've heard so far is 12 from broadcast coordinator Adam. And I thought he was a big shot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stephen put up on his Twitter last night that he won 83 euro. So then I got up this morning and I went down to the shop just to double check, you know, with the machine, just to make sure. Oh, you didn't get nothing. them to scan it as well, did you? Yeah, I did, Chris, two of them. Yeah, I did. Just in case there might have been a fiver on it. Just in something. case you couldn't read the numbers correctly. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing. Right. No, zilch, Chris. Anyway, did you, did you have lines are. where like you had any numbers at all or was it an absolute washout? I had two numbers out of two tickets. <laughs> wow, is that it? Yep. Two single numbers on their own on a line. Yep. yep. Oh, wow. No, God, on now different I look lines. amazing by comparison. I had on two numbers on the one line. I was mm. very anyway, impressed. There you go. Here we are. We live to fight another day, eh, Chris? I am. I, I'm now really interested in what everyone's doing online, which is because now it's all of these really insignificant, well, not insignificant amounts, but people are like, yeah, I won, won 18 euro there, pretty happy with myself. Yeah, no, I won another 40 euro there, pr Chris, pretty happy with my investment. I won nothing. I yeah. won nothing. Do you get anything for two numbers? I didn't check. For my amazing achievement of two numbers, do you get I anything? Know. I don't think I you mean, do. where was the lot of one? Like, where, has that come out yet to say where the winning ticket was bought? I just was listening to Karen Carthy on the news bulletin, Kira. She says that it was sold, and I, I trust her, that it was sold in Mayo. That's, so where that's what our Mayo? sources are telling us. Nowhere. Where in Mayo? I, I don't think they have it that accurate yet. I don't, think, I don't know if they release it to that level, but apparently so winning tickets sold in Mayo. So there you go. That's you know what I do automatically? I automatically go through the people that I don't want to win the lotto that I know from Mayo. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, God, I hope it wasn't that person. <laughs> yeah. I'm th th what I do as well, though, in those situations is absolutely that. I'm like, God, I hope it wasn't X. But then also, <laughs> oh, I hope it was Y. They might give me a few euro. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah There's a few yeah. people that if they won in Mayo, I might be able to hit them up and be like, hey, if you won 19 million, sure, look, throw a few, mm. throw a few euro my way. Look anyway. at the frenzy this has put us into. Oh, my God. This I, I actually insanity. said to the shopkeeper today, I was chatting to her, I said, you know what, the one constant in my life has been, What's like from, from the get-go, is people in Ireland trying to win the lotto. <laughs> sure. <laughs> that has been the one constant in my life, but anyway. I, I've heard wild stories. Like, you, you never know how true any of this stuff is, but like with people saying to me that like guys went into their local shop and spent mm -hmm. like five grand on lotto tickets and stuff. Yeah, I heard that too. I heard that too. God almighty. I wonder where the person that came up with this trend, I wonder what their thinking process was behind it because it never would have entered my mind. And I want to say this before we start talking about it as well. Um, we're going to talk about a, 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 a trend called the sleepy chicken trend on TikTok that has got doctors really worried. And I want to emphasize that you should not try this at home. No, much as Kira and I are going to laugh and yeah. guffaw and have a bit of fun about this, this is a terrible idea. And please don't ever consider doing it because it is absurd. No. But it is an example look, of how these awful trends seem to take hold on TikTok. And, uh, you know. Well, look, there's always been trends, though, Chris. There's always been trends. Even if we think back to our childhood or our teenage years or, you know, in the last 10 years, 
there's always been something, hasn't there? As in something like this where you kind of weirdly harm yourself. Like I remember when we were in secondary school, people used to breathe in and out really fast and then hold their mm. breath and like basically pass like out. The American dream or something. Something I think, like I that. And like people time. could like put their hand on your throat. So, so like there's always this stupid stuff going on with There's always been. Yeah, and then I'm obviously sure. with social media, I mean, it's a place where you can get the absolute best and then the absolute worst from what I can gather over the last couple of years. But Sleepy Chicken Trend, it's a new one. So it's this bizarre thing. It's also been referred to as NyQuil chicken and involves a person creating their own recipe with like chicken fillets okay? okay so what they do is they are cooking and immersing the chicken fillets in NyQuil medicine which should be used for cold and flus and it also kind of I think aids sleeping as well when you're sick NyQuil is like the, I think the US version of like what we might call night nurse here or something like the, you yeah, can take it's a it, medicine yeah, that is like useful if you have a flu cold and a flu and you're heading to bed. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Yeah, yeah, sure. Obviously, exactly. everything to be taken in moderation. So the chicken is cooked in the nightclub, <laughs> which is absolutely and utterly disgusting. And doctors have strictly asked people to be rigid about this and not to braise their chicken with NyQuil because obviously the trend was going around TikTok. And like the problem with that is, Chris, it can trend millions and millions of times. And there'll be some innocent person out there who will do this because they saw it on TikTok. So but that's what I'm trying to say. Is the challenge with what? this, they just boil it in the NyQuil or whatever and then, and, eat it, yeah. and then eat the chicken and then what, become drowsy and film it on I TikTok? So. Or yeah. <laughs> I see. Fantastic. Mm. Uh, so we- the doctors have said that when you cook cough medicine like NyQuil, you boil off the water and alcohol in it, leaving the chicken saturated with a super concentrated amount of drugs uh-huh. in the meat. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. So anyway, so there's high risk factors involved. I mean, food poisoning is one of them. Do you know? Along with whatever other dangers go with it. But like, yeah, seriously. Cooking a chicken can be challenging enough. You even see ads on TV exactly. marketed at grown adults on how to cook a chicken. Never mind how to cook a chicken with a load of sedatives in it. It's a whole other yeah. ball game. But these things are really strong as well. Like I remember a few years ago I was in the US and I went into one of these like CVS pharmacies or whatever because I needed some um, like we'll say like Panadol basically. So I got one of these nighttime ones because it was late at night. It was a bit of jet lag. This thing knocked me. I thought I was dying. Like mm-hmm. these things, mm-hmm. especially the US sleep aids that you can get over the counter. They're really yeah. strong. Well- they're very strong and TikTok is currently doing the best that it can to take away the clips from the platform but that is a hard challenge in fairness like but it is ready to make the move to wipe all evidence of this really stupid trend that is doing the rounds on TikTok at the minute 100% you know the way sometimes people say oh my god you know people should be allowed to post what they want there should be freedom of speech no. and you know people should have no. the info to make their own decisions no just delete videos like this just there's, there's no need to, to try and propagate this this is just you know absurd and if you're listening thinking this will be good crack that everyone will enjoy this on your TikTok. They won't. And you'd be an idiot to try it. Don't. Exactly. It would be a terrible idea. But uh, yes, Kira says, cooking a chicken on its own is challenging enough. Just try to do that well. You know what I mean? How about a nice wholesome there challenge where you cook a chicken? There's many recipes yeah, out there. There you go. So many ways that you can cook a chicken. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so- you don't need to be adding NyQuil to it. There's so many nice ways. I'm sure you head on to the food safety author. Actually, you know those ads you see on TV? where the ad is literally for chicken or milk or fish or whatever the thing is. Just go on one of those websites and you can get loads of recipes, I'm sure, for chicken that don't require immersing them in promethazine or whatever the active ingredient in Night, night Nurse is. It's fine. Anyway. Usually, Kira. Usually I can help with this stuff. Usually mm-hmm. I'm able to pontificate here and say, well, actually, Kira, what this means is, and I get to look mm-hmm. like I'm really smart and know what I'm talking about, I'm even a little lost on okay. this. I'm not going to so, lie to you. 
I've decided that I want to be ahead of the trends, Chris, in 2022. Okay. okay? Yes. It's just, I, I mean, I've, you know. Um, this is from a girl yesterday who said that it took you until like last year to finish Suits, the TV show yeah. that started in 2011. Okay, I understand that. Okay, yeah, I get so that. So you're, okay, so yesterday you said you only finished Suits like last week, sorry. And yes. now you're saying this year you're going to be ahead of the trend having started a TV show that's 11 years I, old. Chris, I've even started subscribing to The Economist. Like, this <laughs> okay. is, yeah, that wow. is how serious I am about this. So do you I'm like read The tired. Economist in the morning? Yeah, I'm sick yeah. and tired of being left behind. I, and okay. I just want to be ahead of the curve for 2022. Good for so you. I subscribed to The Economist and it was telling me about the different trends, the top 10 trends, let's say, of 2022. And then during the week, I Do you I do saw this when you're tweet. reading, like when you're like reading in the morning and like sipping your coffee and reading The Economist? You're like, okay, I'm going to maybe invest in some cryptocurrency, maybe some, uh, See, some 3D printing, maybe some NFTs. Is that what's going on here? Is so that what Chris, you're doing? These these terms have been entering my mind and I want to thank Reese Witherspoon um, for this, not The Economist. So Reese Witherspoon, during the week, she caused a, an awful lot of controversy. Well, not controversy, sorry, that's not the right word. She caused a bit of a kerfuffle with a tweet that she put up. And she said on her tweet, which was very on Reese Witherspoon-like, you know. It was obviously said, written by somebody else. Like, I've see, never seen such this. naked promotion written yeah. by somebody else. Yeah. Like, Reese Witherspoon, she is a brilliant actress. She's an advocate. You know, she is a, an amazing producer. She's got many strings to her bow. Mm-hmm. And I have a lot of respect for Reese Witherspoon. Anyway, on Reese's Twitter, it says, In the near future, every person will have a parallel digital identity. Avatars, crypto wallets, digital goods will be the norm. Are you planning for this? So, of course, in my panicked mind, I was like, no, no, I'm not planning for this. And for once in my life, I want to be ahead of the curve. So I didn't even know what NFTs were. I googled NFTs, Chris. Non-fungible, I can't even pronounce it, token. Yeah. Yeah, non-fungible token is... Now, this is this mm-hmm. is how it's explained when, when I went looking at it. It's a non-fungible token. It's yes. a unique and non-interchangeable unit of data stored on a blockchain, a form of digital ledger. Like, already I don't understand it. NFTs can be associated with reproducible digital files such as photos, videos, and audio. Mm-hmm. Chris, do I need to get an NFT and how do I do that? Okay, so... You see, unfortunately, even with that first sentence you said, stored on a blockchain, a form of digital ledger, I need to explain all of those things before I can even explain what an NFT is. Do you see what I mean? This has all become very complicated over the last few years. But firstly, I want to say, I agree with Reese Witherspoon about the whole digital identity thing. I do think Mm -hmm. there's going to be an awful lot more of that in the future. And this isn't to be political or anything like that. This has nothing to do with that. I think you'll agree, Kieran, I stay away from that. You know how even on your... COVID app you can open your COVID cert you know that COVID app that like has all the cases and all that kind of stuff you know you can integrate your QR code for your cert into that and you can open it and you can say here's my cert when you're when you're going into a place that is an example of we'll say a streamlined digital identity that maybe okay. could be applied to other things. Do you know what I mean? In the future, yeah. maybe I'll have a QR code, not just for my COVID cert, but for my bank details, for any uh, deeds to any like type of asset I own, like a car or a house or something like that. So I get all of that. That is definitely going to be a thing in the future. NFTs confuse the hell out of me. And I don't know what's going on with them. I've got to be honest with you, Kira. For once in 14 years that we've known each other, I'm as lost as you are with this NFT stuff. I don't get it. I don't Great. get it at all. Well, I don't get it. Well, that is a whole lot of help to me, Chris, when I'm considering investing How? in why NFTs. Would, why would you consider investing if you don't know what they are? 
Because I feel like it's the way forward. And I just, as I said, I want to be ahead of the curve. <laughs> this is not how investors invest. <laughs> is it not? <laughs> uh, I don't know. Um, oh, jeez, I don't really know what it does or if it's the way forward. I, uh, throw, in, throw in a few hundred grand. We'll see what happens. Oh, Jesus, I don't know what it does or the technology behind it, but Asher, look, the economist said in one of their top ten lists it's probably a good idea. I'll throw it in. I'll bet my house on it. Um, so NFTs, right, is my understanding. It's like, for example, if I create a piece of art and I, I put it on the blockchain and on the ledger as an NFT, then I can claim copyright to that. And I can say, I was the first person to ever create that image. Here's the entry of it going on the blockchain with me as the author and nobody can ever say otherwise. Do you see what I'm saying? Okay. But like what that does, I'm not really sure. Well, through you, Reese Witherspoon, I'm so confused, but I also feel like I'm missing out. So do I, and I feel after her tweet that I'm not ready for the digital age. And I'm pretty good with this stuff. I'm usually pretty mm-hmm. like on the trend with this stuff, but the NFT world confuses me as much as it confuses you. You know these NFTs, by the way, Kira, sell for hundreds of thousands, some of them. You see, this is hundreds it. I want to get on board with this, Chris. Like insane money. You can sell I one of these things I want to become one for- of those Wall Street women walking around in my power suit <laughs> saying stuff about <laughs> cryptocurrency. And- <laughs> right. So, so they'll be like, yo, what's your NFT portfolio like? And you'll be like, oh, I don't know even what NFTs are. I just put a lot of money into them. Couldn't even tell you what they do. No idea. You know. Got my nephew to buy some NFTs for me. Couldn't even couldn't even point you to an NFT on my computer. <laughs> we might as well have just done more lotto tickets last night, Garrett. With this type of I investment know. advice. All right. Chris, very quickly, I have yep. to get to two text messages. Somebody says, Brian here in Goa enjoying this bank holiday January. Is it a bank holiday? No. Uh, looking no. for something funky on this lovely Sunday morning. Brian, I hate to break it to you, but it's not a bank holiday. Oh, my God. Or is it? Maybe it is in Brian's head, but anyway. Also, hi, Chris and Kira. I am moving to the Cayman Islands tomorrow for work, and I'm out having one last drive around my beloved Garden County country listening to your show as I regularly do. That's really weird, Chris, because I actually know of two people that are going to the Cayman Islands tomorrow. You don't. You know of another person apart from this guy who texted in that's going to the Cayman Islands. I do indeed. I know two people two. that are going to the Cayman Islands. Yeah. They like a couple tomorrow. or something? Like, is it yes. going? Okay, right. So like those two people are going together to oh fine okay maybe yeah, they're so going with this guy maybe maybe he, this guy and them are involved Darren, in the same line you? of work you know yeah well well can I just say best of luck to everyone moving to the Cayman Islands tomorrow for work maybe that's the new Australia maybe now everyone's going to the Cayman Islands I'm gonna go to the Cayman what Islands. what is going on today there's people moving to the Cayman Islands a guy thinks it's a bank holiday I don't know, I don't what's know Chris it's it's there's a lot of strange things going on all right yeah. I'm talking about NFTs <laughs> yeah I know you're trying to get in on like the crypto space. Mm-hmm. God almighty. Julie got that. Hello, Julie. Hi, how are you? Can't complain. How are you? I'm very good. No complaints either. Good. Do you listen? Good Nobody'd woman. listen if we were complaining either, would they? Isn't that it? Anyway. <laughs> that is very true. No. All right. Julie, where are you in the country? Um, I'm down in Kimmerin, County Kerry. Oh, beautiful. And what are you up to for the weekend? Just chilling. Um, like I was saying earlier to your producer, I'm probably 90% Prosecco at the moment after Christmas. So nice. Good for you. <laughs> they, doctors recommend that, though. They say you should be about 90% Prosecco. That's a lot of the things people don't realise about uh, your body composition. So yeah. are, you, are you trying to be good in January, Julie? Trying to be good. We had some leaving drinks for my brother-in-law last night, so I might have had one or two cheeky glasses of wine. But after, okay. t- after this weekend now, it's detox for sure. Oh, is that right? I okay. discovered my limit. Uh, 14 days. I can do 14 days. Of what? Wow. Detox? I think, 
of, of just being like really healthy and really focused. 14 days. Is that a record, guys? So are you saying you started like on January the 1st and you lasted until Friday and then you kind of fell off the wagon? Yeah. All right. So listen, on that basis, Julie, you'll last until like the 4th of February, maybe. That won't be bad. You know, you can do about two weeks of eat, eating clean, right? Great. Everything in moderation, guys. Yeah, exactly. Hey, uh, can I ask you a question, Julie? Did I sure. hear that you, as a result of COVID, because I love hearing stuff like this, because I think COVID totally shifted people's priorities. Did I hear that as a result of COVID, you just basically said, I'm going to follow my passion. I'm going to quit my job. I'm going to do something else. And now you're in that job. Pretty much, yeah. I I was in hospitality for about 15 years and I'd spent two and a half years in Canada with my partner and we came home like two days before the first lockdown. So our jobs fell through. We were basically sitting at home, nothing to do. And I thought, you know what, it's now or never. I got to chase my dreams. And so like one silver lining out of COVID for me was, you know, uh, me kind of uh, pursuing my passion. Good for you. And what is your passion? I'm in hairdressing now. Yeah, so I'm. I'm ah. I just did. I did a year's course, and I finished uh, just before the summer. And I've been working in a salon in Kearney. So, let's get the plug. Where have you been working? A chocolate hair salon. It's on Main Street. So, okay. hello to Magda and Anna and the girls there. We have great crack. So, Aww. we have a week's, week's annual leave at the moment now. So, I have a week off to just catch up on life admin. Oh, very okay. nice. Well, Julie, I have a favour to ask you now, and I know you came on to play the quiz and potentially win hundred euro just eat vouchers. But Chris has started growing his hair since the pandemic. And would you consider getting Chris into the salon and maybe styling it up a little bit? He's wearing scrunchies, Julie. Yeah. <laughs> I am oh, wearing scrunchies. Oh, it's, it's, it's gone that far, has it? Oh, yeah. yeah. Scrunchies, we, hair bands. It's, oh, it's very long. It's very long. We too. definitely need to get you in, so for a restart. I need, I think I need my split ends done a little bit as well. And I need a yeah. bit of a cut on it now, Julie, so that it actually grows out properly. Because at the moment, I just look like, you know, those old pictures of Albert Einstein where his hair's just kind of like all over the place? I kind of look like oh, that. Oh. Yeah, no, it's And, it's you have the, and the ball patch on top? No, I mean, actually, <laughs> weirdly, girls ask me what my routine is because my hair's very thick, apparently. Do you know what oh, my routine is? Do you know what my sick. secret is now, ladies? Links. Washing what? your hair with the same thing you wash the rest of your body with oh gives me this volume. But anyway, listen, enough of me. Julie, I apologise that you I, had to hear that. I'm going though, Kira. I actually have an appointment booked now. Um, Do you? In Chocolate Hair Salon, yeah. In, but, Julie, with this Julie. is perfect. Yeah, I, Do you know what, what Sorry, now we'll get on to the quiz, but I've been watching the new season of Queer Eye and I swear to God, I, first of all, everyone should watch it. It's an absolutely amazing programme. Secondly, I nearly reached out to the producers, like, <laughs> hi, I've got a friend called Chris. <laughs> Could the men from Queer Eye please come and give him a make or do over or whatever? Anyway, Julie, you're perfect. This is a sign yeah, you were yes. meant to come on the show today. God, poor right. Julie's already had so much work to do. We haven't even started the quiz. I up. know. Oh, Sorry, geez. Julie. So uh, this is very simple, Julie. We'll try and we'll try and cut to it a little a little quicker, actually, because this is very unfair. Chris and Kira's quiz of the week. We're here haranguing Julie about trying to get you know uh, appointments in her and salon Julie and everything. Has She's been just... so lovely and patient and kind to us. So yeah. hopefully, Julie, you'll win that 100 euro and just eat vouchers, okay? So there's five questions. If you get four out of five answers right, Julie, you will win yourself those vouchers uh, best of luck here's your first question from okay. Kira. the trailer for the for the bel-air a reboot of the fresh prince of bel-air dropped this week who starred as a fresh prince in the original was it a will smith b will ferrell or c will young uh, a will smith it was indeed well done. I used to love that when i was a kid anyway okay here's your next question which irish rock band this week announced a new album entitled skinty fear is it a Washington, D.C. Is it B, ACDC? Or is it C, 
Fontaine's DC. Fontaine's DC. Yes, indeed. You know, well Skinty Fear, it's used colloquially as an expletive, but like this rough translation of it is the damnation of the deer. I guess Fia is deer. A skinty Fia. Yeah. Right, fair enough. Cool. Both I didn't know that. Completely never, underwhelmed never by heard that. that before no. in my life. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> okay, your next question. On Wednesday, President Higgins officially opened what? A, a new bridge built between Dunleary and Hollyhead. B, the BT Young Scientist and Technology Exhibition. Or C, the headquarters of the Irish Space Agency? Uh, I'd say B. The it young is scientist. B. It is indeed. Myself and Chris, we have done radio shows from the BT Young Scientists and Technology Exhibition and we've walked away feeling pretty dumb because there's an awful lot of smart kids there. There's all these like 14-year-olds that know more about the world than Kira and I ever will. And it is mm-hmm. in a way humbling and it's also so impressive. I love going to those things actually. Yeah, they're always good fun. Mm-hmm. But anyway, uh, here's your next question. You're doing very well, Julie. We're on three out of three so far. Megan Fox has just announced her engagement to who? Is it A, Grenade Launcher O'Halloran? <laughs> is it B, Flamethrower McDonough? <laughs> or is it C, Machine Gun Kelly? Let's see Machine Gun Kelly. Yes. Well it is Although a, those, those other names are very good as well. They are. They are. <laughs> is, is it weird that I'm attracted to a guy called Flamethrower McDonough? Yeah, Grenade <laughs> Launcher anyway. Halloran sounds like great fun. I'd go, yeah. <laughs> yeah. These, these sound like cool guys. Um, Julia, you're doing so well. Here's your final question. A pub in Donegal was operating a swear jar this week if you mentioned what? A, COVID, B, the drink, or C, Novak Djokovic? <laughs> A, COVID, but it should be yes. E, Novak Djokovic. Do you know what? I completely agree with you. I completely agree with you. Um, yes, you are right. Five out of five. Well done, Julie. You Easy. won yourself you. those 100 euro Just Eat vouchers. Do you have any idea what takeaway you'd like to get? Or? Oh, it has to be Chinese. I'm a Chinese nice. fan. Absolutely. Chinese or Indian? What's your go-to from the Chinese now, Julie? Oh, um, I love... They do like this um, general... There's a, a, a Chinese here called Lily House, and they do okay. a general Lily's chicken, which is like breaded chicken and this like vinegary sweet sauce. It's oh, delicious. now. Okay. Right, I'm salivating. Okay, that sounds good. All right, I'm down for that. Okay, listen. Okay. Go Julie, get that, I'll, Julie. Are they open yeah. yet? No, not okay. yet. Okay, <laughs> you'll have to wait till like three or four or something. Or Julie, I'll be yeah. in contact and we'll send Chris down in, in some capacity. Okay, so tell your girls to be ready with the shears. <laughs> yeah, we will. I'm on my way, Julie. <laughs> Thank you so All right, much. there we go, Thanks Kira. So That's much, Julie. Julie. I love hearing stories like Julie's as well, where people oh. just say, like, COVID gave them a whole new perspective and they just decided they were going to, you know what, they were going to go for it. Yeah, moving and, countries and moving yeah, counties and changing careers. I'm, I'm so impressed. Yeah. I love hearing stuff like that. So good for her. Wow, incredible as always. I mean, uh, what, what else do you um, want? Are we any closer to knowing what to invest in for 2022 or what NFTs are? We really aren't, Chris. No, I mean, we probably should have been investing in Bitcoin like 11 years ago. But hey, yeah. I mean, <laughs> we're oh, only well. a decade and a half late on that. It's fine. How about this? Uh, we will be back soon. But until then, from myself, Chris, goodbye from Kira. Goodbye. Uh, Chris and Kira, weekend.